Hong Kong Rita podcast. Thank you so much. I'm Maylander. I, I visited Hong Kong 1998, and also for our center, Research Institute of TNA, is adopted also by the Pro Innovation Agency on on the applications, not on research. And also again, and we want to realize industrialization for this center.、Uh, it is backed by the、uh, government, SAR government. We are adopted also the money from the taxpayers, and we uh, have uh, done a lot of research in terms of the project programs, which is backed also by the、uh, also enterprises, etc. We have very close、uh, relationship with、uh, the industry,、uh, and this year、uh, we also very appreciate the organizer for giving us such an opportunity. And also,、uh, we have the opportunity for communicating with you, and this is also to promote the development of the industrial chain. Yeah, we can see that in the past few years, you may have learned, or you may have heard, especially the extreme climate change, and also. We saw the radiation from the sunset maybe gathering up. That may also has led to the very unbalanced, extreme weather's may happen. We are also considering the coexistence, especially as we have a commonly developed field. What can we do to have a sustainable development? We only have Plan A, which is the Earth Mother Planet. We have no Plan B. We want to reach out to. An objective in Brazil,、uh, we held also the、uh, convention where we have passed、uh, the Agenda 21,、uh, dedicated to build a, a sustainable global partnership. In the、uh, 23 years, all of the members has reached out the consensus in 2015 to have drafted、uh, the SDG by 2030 and to facilitate prosperity of future. Core is 17 and a common target. We have listed them here,、uh, which is about to lay a very solid、uh, direction. Out of which、uh, can we、uh, realize our sustainable development, including a very good environment, well-being, excellent education environment. 2015 remains a year、uh, of especially milestones, apart from SDGs、uh, target as we have set up. Another thing is a Paris Climate Pact. It was also held with 196 countries regions passed it on November 4th, and one year later it was adopted. It is about to control the climate temperature increase, managed by not more than two degrees. Another key target is even for not more than 1.5 degrees. So the climate. Committee decided if it is more than 1.5 degree, there's a higher chance of extreme weather's, which may pose a big impact on us,、uh, even beyond the range、uh, we can actually bear to realize such a goal. Different regions、uh, from the globe has also worked out their voluntary GHG cut、uh, goals every five years, and they will update that. Another goal is to increase, especially the Emerging economies and their capabilities against violent,、uh, and to offer the support of、uh, especially capital money, it makes a lot of sense. Let's say across the globe for different、uh, regions, it is really a global topic, right? Requires also the global partnership, and on the other hand, it offers a global 
network. We have、uh, the joint plans and goals, and it also offers the great opportunities for renewable energy, low carbon technologies, to promote further、uh, improvement. We have when it comes to execution. It also offers to different countries, regions, technologies, including capability building. This is a platform. If a country fails to realize such a goal, the、uh, impact it will be susceptible to, yeah, not only by that specific country or regions, but also across the globe, including、uh, you miss the target, you miss your reputation, your economic risk increased. And at the same time,、uh, you do feel the、uh, pinchot pressure,、uh, the legal pressure, etc. At present,、uh, we have very heavy carbon emissions, and、uh, so far, from the figures and the facts,、uh, we can tell we are still on such a upward growth. And、uh, we want to、uh, realize the timetable of thirty sixty goal. We feel the pinchot pressure on carbon cut, especially. We do need to centralize the policy shift. We are shifting towards normal high growth now to especially high quality growth. We are deeply involved and to show the responsibility of China in the 14th five-year plan. We proposed that before 2060, we want to realize the carbon neutrality. Where we have the good legacy, we have drafted a target of realizing that ahead of the curve. At national level, we can see from the 14th five-year plan, we proposed that before 2060, where we realize carbon neutrality. You, know, you can see、uh, national、uh, people's congress and DRC, and most, and、uh, they will also work out the energy saving、uh, environment. Different regions,、uh, they also have worked out to promote、uh, the technological growth. They are also going to promote the energy revolution to limit the usage of fossil fuels and、uh, promote、uh, the usage of the wind field. And also to really shift the gears of the driving forces, especially to limit the newly added but unnecessary ones. And we are gonna、uh, improve the utilization efficiency of new energy vehicle. At the same time, hopefully the green financial policy will guide the uh, money uh, towards where we have the、uh, low carbon industry and the service. Across the globe, we still feel very heavy pressure. Yeah, we can see from the distribution we have for the energy, they accounted for seventy three point two percent, and also there is a indirect industrial production of five point two percent. Energy use, land use, fourteen point eight percent. There's one percentage worth for your attention, which is waste. There's three point two percent, and among all energy consumptions or carbon emissions. In terms of their categorization, as I have talked about, there are several、uh, categories that had huge potential to grow. Furthermore, and which needs to be、uh, controlled in more difficult way, and consumption segment, which includes clothes, is very much related to the carbon emission, and that accounted for total carbon emissions ten percent globally. So in the whole、uh, industry, how do we reduce carbon emission? It's going to matter really a lot for the contribution of global carbon emission cutting. Now in China, there's a series of laws and regulations being stipulated to push and promote carbon emission reduction. Just now, I have talked about how the、uh, national authorities, including state council to local governments. Stipulating、uh, industrial policies, and here I have、uh, categorized them into four 
aspects. One is the managing mechanisms. There's stimulative policies, science and technology, innovative policies, and restraining uh, me- mechanisms and guidelines, which is now the mainstream. We have a uh, Quite a lot of uh, policies to limit and restrain carbon emissions and management mechanisms. However, on the other hand, the science and technology, innovative met, uh, technologies, and the policies are not that much. But to reach real cutting carbon peaking and neutrality, technologies would be really important there to help us increase efficiency, reduce energy consumption. To help us achieve what we want to achieve and reduce the waste of water resources as well as emission. And on the right side of the screen, you can see all these policies that are related to green consumption or the fashion industry. And I could share with you that among all these policies, 25.7 percent. Of the comprehensive economic-related policy are related to fashion industry. 14.5 percent policies related to transportation and traffic are related to it. 35.7 percent of the industry and information. 77.77 percent、uh, of the energy-related policies also mentioned green and the fashion industries. So that from that we could see that to achieve the Dual carbon、uh, targets—it's really necessary for us to deal with uh, the uh, green consumption and the fashion industry's carbon emission. Now, looking at the seventeen sustainable goals, what we could do from the fashion industry? For us, we could、uh, plant the raw material fibers in those underdeveloped areas to develop local economy and give employment to the local farmers and people. Secondly, we could grow crops for fiber production, not to compete with food crops, and we need better health and well-being to achieve zero net carbon emission in our process of、uh, fiber production. We need quality education to be aware of sustainability. Use digitalization, automation, and AI to increase gender equality, and we could use、uh, advanced technology to treat wastewater to reduce the use of detergent, ensure the availability of fresh water and quality drinking water. We could、uh, apply affordable renewable energy and eco-friendly fuel in transportation to reduce carbon emission. Also, we could achieve cleaner production and care of textile products, and avoid and reduce pollution in the process of using, including using detergent and a wash machine in a more scientific and advanced way to reduce the pollution. In our manufacturing process, dyeing is a very polluting process, and we could use waterless technologies or less water technologies. And cleaner processes to increase our industry innovation and infrastructure to achieve more sustainable development through more sustainability technology advancement to provide more employment and reduce inequalities across sectors. I particularly want to mention here about the recycling technologies. Advanced recycling technologies could help us to reduce the burden of the landfills, but also to have new systems and new value systems, so that our 
municipal waste management could be conducted in a better way, and the recycled materials could be used as resources. We could also use bio-based fibers to replace petroleum-based fibers, improve farming practices by reducing greenhouse gas emissions, and less use of fertilizers. And here you could see a full supply chain of the textiles and fashion industry, from raw material to uh, manufacturing, consumption, recycling, landfills. Probably this is one of the longest industrial chain in the whole world. In textiles, R&D, and production, it all starts from the agricultural, petroleum, harvesting, collections, and excavating, and then to manufacturing, textile manufacturing, to clothes, to wash and consumption, recycling. Every step requires water, chemicals, energy, and it discharges wasted water, microplastics, and chemical residues. So if we look into the details along this industrial chain, There's quite a lot of uh, technological innovations we could do to achieve more sustainable and less carbon-emitting processes. This is, every one of us, something that we all need to consider seriously. And to be more exact, there are three aspects we could uh, achieve sustainability development. Today, I'd like to focus on the technology-wise. One is how do we have sustainable raw material, fibers, One is through the innovation of fibers. For example, we can use bio-based synthetic fibers, then degradable or chemical recyclable, chemically recyclable raw materials, and to use the recyclable materials as a regenerated uh, cellulosic fiber. And we can then reduce the uses of cotton linters so that it helps us to avoid the usage of resources as well as soil and uses less water, emits and discharges less wasted water and the chemical residues. Or we could start with manufacturing to reduce water usage and chemicals usage. One of the cases, according to Polytech University in Hong Kong, Professor Tao Xiaoming uh, developed a... Uh, low twist spinning technology because twisting were used to be made in uh, yarn making but low twist spinning technology means that uh, by 20% or 40% less twist and that means a huge amount of energy being saved and with that the cotton would uh, be really uh, soft in texture it not only reduces the use of energy but also to increase the quality feel of the product And there's another trend in textile industry to shortening the uh, development cycle of our uh, manufacturing chain just now. From yarn making to fabric and then to uh, clothing, with one process saved, we can save a lot amount of uh, energy. Not long ago, there's a non-woven jacket launched by Nike. Non-woven fabrics' advantage is that the fibers were directly made into fabric instead of uh, being made into fibers and then uh, yarns and then into fabric. So that saved a lot of water and energy. And thirdly, I'd like to talk about innovations on textile recycling. In the past years, 
on Earth, we've already accumulated a lot of textile waste products and material, a lot of which are PET or nylon or aqualic nylon. And we need some technologies to effectively turn those chemical fibers, poly polymers into smaller molecules and repolymize and becomes new fibers. Such fibers would be similar to that uh, made from original materials. So this technology is now being paid attention to. The Jiaren group from Shaoxing, they are using one of such a new technology. Current capacity is 1 million tons per year. Also, it's a short of supply when compared to market demands. And I want to specifically mention that among all recycling innovation technologies, be it uh, mechanical or chemical or biological methodologies, we'd have to pay attention to the energy and chemicals and water needed in that process of recycling because all manufacturing process would involve water, energy, and chemicals. And to assess whether recycling technology is reasonable or not, we'd have to do it comprehensively instead of just thinking about recycling the textile and fiber and make it into new clothes. According to the European Union and the global common aspect is that we have a common goal. We need to have circular economy, a closed loop is what we are aiming for. All wasted uh, wastes could actually be then turned into new material, into something uh, useful as new products. China now has the most complete vertical integration in fashion industry, also one of the most important luxury products market among the uh, luxury products market the chain China played a vital role in it our bio-based fiber manufacturing in China has large scale and with rapid development also increasing the product categories constantly the re waste management and recycling abilities have been increasing a lot of new technologies are being uh, developed and adopted to comprehensively utilize and readopt the recycled materials have now been basically made into a new industrial chain. When compared with the uh, famous luxury brands in the world, China started pretty late. We see some young brands coming up, Guyong, which focuses on the reasonable collection of raw materials for luxury products and give back to the great nature. Uma Wan also strengthens the uh, intrinsic beauty of nature. And the other brands also paid uh, quite a lot of attention to uh, eco-friendliness and environmental protection and respect to the nature and put that into the DNA of these brands. The COVID-19 since 2020 have disrupted everyone's life since then. And within these years, it gives us an opportunity to review our way of seeing values and the way we live our lives. It changed people's mindset and awareness so that consumption of luxury goods can now get a full review in the eyesight of consumers. Fashionable buy-ins are buy-best and think less think later but for luxury consumers they pay attention to how social responsibility are being implemented by the luxury brands and to cater to that it is now the new fashion especially for the targeted uh, 
consumers of luxury products, Generation Y and Z, they really like. According to customer surveys, over 66% of the consumers believe that luxury products are intrinsically sustainable. 65% of them buying luxury products believe the commitment made by luxury brands, companies. And that means they are now forcing the luxury industry to further improve. The buyers of luxury products mostly have their own preferences and they support green consumption, eco-friendliness, and look for posh lifestyles and wanted to have a higher life quality. And they are KOLs or influencers. Some of them participated in used products trading, being simultaneously the seller and the buyer. Also, at the same time, remanufacturing is another trend. In 2018, we set up a garment-to-garment project in Hong Kong, which is uh, at a Nanfeng Yarn Maker Fashion Hub. It's an industrialized architecture's revitalization project. It was a, in a double-glazed container. An old garment goes in, a new garment goes out. Eight process uh, steps. And in its economic benefit, I don't believe this is a very successful case. But from uh, its social impact, it would be a very great case as an education tool so that the public gets to uh, illustratively see how to turn an old garment into a new government. And there's quite a lot of other interesting cases. Our consumers would bring their old garments back and uh, maybe four old garments could be made into one new piece of new government uh, garment to uh, in memory of uh, the couple's love sometimes. And uh, that is of some significant value, but also with emotion embedded into uh, this new product. And I do believe this is a positive message to be conveyed to the public, how the fashion industry and textile products can be uh, embodied with a new value even after their life cycle. And we can all work together to create a more harmonious society and more sustainable society and environment. Thank you all. Find out more about us at www.hkreda.com.